Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Very good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be looking ahead to Arva's semi-final of the Ulster Junior Club Championship as they take on the Fermanagh Champions Listen to Ski tomorrow afternoon at 1.30pm in St. Chernox Park in Clonus to look ahead to the action. Delighted to be joined by the sports editor of the Angle Celt, Paul Fitzpatrick. A well-rested Paul Fitzpatrick. You've a week off from the Celt, but no such thing as a week off from We Are Cavan. You just... You got to keep going. Got to keep going, Damien. Yeah, and I have never been as busy. But never been as busy when you're off. It's <laughs> always the way. Um, I don't. I, I. I didn't get a chance to look. Um, I don't know if you did, but I'm presuming our our favourites here are they? I haven't seen any betting on the game, but I think we can safely say our our favourites. I think our our favourites to win Ulster. Um, okay. So I'll have a look here while we're talking. But I looked it up yesterday, and there was no betting on that on that game, but. Yeah, look, we have to say our, our favourites. It's they're after winning by fifteen points away from home the last day. This is a neutral venue, um, and from what I can gather, done a little bit of research on list of ski. What I can gather, the big feel in Clonus, most people, even from Anna lads, I was talking to, feel that that might be an advantage to to Arva. Maybe we're getting into the realms of cliche, but listen ski do set up quite defensively. Now, now they have good forwards as well. They, they put up six ten in the county final. Yeah, so like they can score, uh, but I think. I think the fact that the game's in Clonus as well, if it was if it was a home game for Listen Ski, you'd imagine uh, it would be a lot cl- closer. But I think Arva are expected or fancy to win this game. But I mean, easy saying that, you've got to go and do it. Um, looking at Listen Ski, I just took a, a quick look there. They're mid table Division 2 league um, in, in Fermanagh. Um, they, you know, they, I think they lost five or six games in Division 2. Compared to Arva Division One, I know there's a lot in Med of Arva in Division One, but um, even looking through, like there's none of the names are are currently county players that I'm recognising. Although it fluctuates so much in in Fermanagh, but there there's there's not a lot that's pointing towards them being strong here. Well, when you dig down into it, obviously their best achievement and what they're best known for. They've won senior championships in Fermanagh. Uh, they, they are quite a big club in Fermanagh. They're well up the roll of honour. Um, they, they haven't won any... I don't think they've won a senior championship since the 90s. But they would be one of the bigger clubs. Fermanagh's a very small county and there aren't that many mm. big sort of urban settlements in the county. And I think a lot of cabin people would be familiar with Newtown Butler and Listenski and Maguire's Bridge because that's the route you take to to Enniskillen. And a lot of cabin GA people from... From if you're from where I am from, you'd know Fermanagh fairly well. But people from other ends of the county, they might know those areas better because that's the kind of way they go. Or even if you go by 
Belnaleca or whatever. So Lissiski is one of the bigger towns that you, that you pass through and it is one of the biggest towns in the county. So they, they were regarded as a pretty big club. Um, they won that Intermediate All-Ireland in 2010 or 2011, which was an unbelievable achievement. Yeah. Because you, you look at the, the favourites and second favourites at the minute are, are both from Kerry. Yeah. So the, the bookies are looking at saying prob- probably the the best and second best intermediate teams in Ireland are in Kerry. So straight off, you've got to beat Kerry if you want to win that intermediate all Ireland. Um, that was an, that was a, a fantastic achievement for it would be a fantastic achievement for any county, but particularly for Manor who don't win a whole pile of all Irelands, no more than ourselves. Uh, but after that, they were hit hard hard with retirements. Now they, they got to the senior final the year after that, but I suppose they lost Brian Oak Maguire, who tragedy tragedy was killed in an accident at work, and that wasn't. That rocked the GA all all over nationally because he was a he was so synonymous with that team, and he was not only was he a great player, he was a real leader in the club as well. And the, you know that had an effect on the club, I think. And that, that was yeah. the really, really, really tough for, for everyone to deal with down there. After that, then they were hit hard with retirements for a few years. So you've gone from a team who was in a senior final ten years ago now to find they found themselves in junior they went only went down to junior last year and they were beaten I think it was Maguire's Bridge beat them in a playoff and they were hotly fancied to win that that was a massive upset that, that they lost that and maybe they were complacent maybe they were unlucky but they ended up going down and what they've been in the last few years they've been very much a hot and cold team so you just don't know what you're going to get with them their managers are John Rehill and Johnny Feeney who are well regarded in Fermanagh uh, and know how to set up a team will have them very well organised they'll be hard enough to score against they scored 6-10 as I said in the county final against Al Drum C who would be a neighbouring enough club but it wouldn't be too far very small country club Al Drum C are um, they won that county final 6-10 to 9 points so they, like I would say that as Fermanagh junior teams go they're probably outstanding um, and I think Fermanagh junior football has improved in, in recent years as well because um, you know we saw Ben Lelec had a really good team a few years ago as well. They yeah. were they were in the Ulster final. They had the Collins and so on, um, and they have a win under their belt. Same as Arva, that's huge. Uh, and they did it away from home. The same as Arva, they went up and beat Declan Bonner's team, Narasa. Um, Quite controversially, though. Yeah, controversially is right. Well, that was the headline in, in uh, the Donegal Democrat said Narasa's Ulster journey journey ended in controversial circumstances by Lisinski. Um Narasa have exited the Ulster Junior Championship race at the hands of Lissenski, but the main talking point in O'Donnell Park was the standard of the officiating on display. So it's not just us that's biased. People really listen to us thinking we give out. Uh, you know, that that was a game that probably, uh, you know, the, the Donegal ones certainly thought that that, that things went, went against them in terms of the referee. And, and But look, Lissenski got over the line. At the end of the day, it was still a close game. I'd say there was nothing between them. They got the job done. That was a great win away from mm. home regardless of the, the officiating and you know maybe there's a bias there and I don't know how reporting as well so I, I think they're, I think they're going to be a good side there'll be no pushovers yeah the, the um, talking with, with a couple of I actually spoke to Ushin Kelly who, who was commentating on the game and I was coming back down from Bally Shannon after watching Coot Hill uh, win their quarter final in the Horland Junior and um, I, I spoke to Ushin Kelly and he said I said I genuinely just thought you were just being incredibly biased, but a neutral at the game said to me that that it was a very, very bad display by the referee. And he said, I I came away from it actually worried that I had gone too far. But when I listened back to it and pictured all the incidents that I was talking about, I was was balanced. Like, it, it, it was just a really bad display. And 
in that really bad display, they get a point to equalise it where uh, the referee called the goalkeeper for overcarrying the ball. Now, the neutral that was up in this game said, I don't know how you can be starting in the small box and move forward out, not sideways, move forward out and be called for overcarrying in the small box. There's not enough space there to, to space. overcarry it. Yeah, like, I, I, like surely f- you've got to take five steps there. Yeah. So can you take five steps in the small area and not not get out of it? You must. You want to have short legs. I think to be very very short legs. Yeah. yeah. So I I think I think Listenski can count themselves lucky. The other the other thing about that game was Listenski missed the penalty and within a minute of the penalty, um, the Rosses had scored two goals. So it was a highly dramatic yeah. game. You know, a penalty and two goals all in the space of sixty seconds. It was a, it was a it must have been a great, great game to be at. I'd say people were going absolutely nuts. Yeah. Um, looking at it then from from Arva's point of view, um, like they started without Johnny McCabe and, and Connell Shorten at the in the quarter final up in Derry. Um, Finbar kind of highlighted that they should be okay or he'd hope to be okay, but again they're going to need those guys in this championship to get over the line. But do they need them now straight away? Are they are they worth risking if there is a risk involved? Well, I think they got through the second half well. The last, day. Um, I would say it was highly precautionary. The last day, like they were both able to come on at half time mm. and, and play well. I wasn't at the game, but yeah. you, you yeah, were saying that both well. lads played yeah. well when they came on. Like two outstanding players for this level of football. Um, so I'd imagine at this stage now, I'd imagine Arva will put their best foot forward. I'd imagine if you know if there's a close call to be made. They'll be veering towards playing any lad who's who's anyway a match fit because um you know you just gotta get through this now. Like there's pressure on Arva now because you know, going into Ulster there's an element of the unknown. But when you win your first game by fifteen points away from home, um then then you're like you are thinking, well, now you've something to lose. Like it would be mm. a huge disappointment now if Arva weren't weren't to win this. If you'd have lost the first word in Ulster, it would have been disappointing, but you could you know, you could have just sort of compartmentalise that and said well look the year it was a good year we stayed in Division 1 we won the junior you know we got caught up in Derry with a couple of injuries and move on yeah. and, and it probably wouldn't have been discussed that much in the years to come but now I'd imagine there's a real sense of expectation in Arva that they can go on here and make an Ulster final and hopefully win an Ulster final so they've got to be putting their best foot forward I'd imagine and no, no one Finber uh, and his management team and, and the lads on the field as well you know they've enough experience now to know that that's, this is this is an opportunity that has to be grabbed. There's one player of experience that they're going to be missing, though, James Morris. Unless he had it overturned, I don't. I didn't hear anything um, to state that he had. So, him missing from full back is a big loss. How did they reshuffle the deck there? Does Holler go back into centre back? Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I, I think they could probably afford to lose a forward more so than lose a back. Yeah, like, yeah. obviously, you don't want to lose your. Either any of your three county men, I suppose you'd have to say you, you surely don't want to lose them. You don't want to lose Colonel Shorten as as your free taker and your and your highest scoring forward. You don't want to lose Kevin Boucher either. Um, but by the same token, I would say that, that James Morris is because all of those lads are sort of in the front end of the field. Maybe there's enough of them up there that you could you could soak up the loss of someone good. But at the back, James Morris is a huge leader on this team, so it's going to be it's going to be. Uh, a difficult one to get over the loss of him. Plus, Lissinski have a big man on the edge of the square yeah. and it's hard to handle as well. Like Stephen Shorten has been given man-marking jobs to do 
so far in the championship. Maybe he goes back into full back and, and Kieran Brady goes back to centre back. Or they could bring in, I don't know whether it was in, in an injury to Thomas Brady that saw him come out of the team from the county final. Yeah, he, he, yeah it was. Fimber told me that in, in the week before the final in an interview that he went okay. off injured at half time in the county final. He actually got injured after about five minutes in the county final and managed to make it to half time, but okay. they had to take him off. So, yeah, it's an injury. But I would say he might be coming back to fitness. Okay, they, they, they're going to need to definitely have to, well, obviously they have to shuffle the deck away. But although their bench made a, made a good impact when they came in as well um, in Ulster. So, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's a headache because I don't think they have a, a full back like James Morris. Sorry, I know they don't have a full yeah, back like that's, James that's Morris. That's the thing you see because if you lose, if you lose a midfielder, like they've got options there. You could bring Johnny McCabe to midfield. Yeah. You could, you could, yeah. There's lots of different things. Thomas Partington could go in there. You lose your inside forward. Kevin Boucher can play inside. He can play in the half forward line. Peter Morris is playing out of his skin. Yeah. You, know, you lose your full back. He's probably irreplaceable. So they, they just gotta have. To, they're just gonna have to make the most of it and try and patch it up as best they can because there's no direct replacement for James. No, no, he is. He's unique, even though he's a twin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it'll be just interesting to see how to shuffle that deck. Um, I didn't get a chance to look at at the uh, the, the the referee for the game. Um, I can't find any odds anywhere on these at all, so we're 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 going to have to hold off and just assume. But um, half one throw in, I can't see anything else other than an Arva win here. There's not really an, an awful lot more to add. Yeah, it's. Again, it's a bit of guesswork because we don't know Lister Ski that well, only from what we can gather. And I did ring a couple of people in Fermanagh and got a little bit of information about them. And the, the general sense was that that Lister Ski would have to play well to beat, to beat Arva in this game. But I mean, there is potential for Lister Ski to play well. I have found the odds here. Arva 4 to 1 on. Okay. Um, so they're, they're obviously they're very short price favourites there. Like looking back at Newton Butler last year, far as I remember, they were, they were decent enough. And they were another team, a bit like Lissinski and an urban club as well, who had sort of come from the highs of being a top mm. senior club and found themselves in junior. Like, it's not that long ago there actually was no junior championship in Fermanagh. That's right, yeah. yeah. Or one time back, I remember in the 90s, I think it was entirely populated by second teams. So I think there was 18 clubs in Fermanagh and it, there might have been 10 in the senior and 8 in the intermediate or something like that. Mm. And then the, the, the junior championship was all second teams. They've changed that now. So... Like, there's not a massive pedigree in Fermanagh junior football but look, well, all we can say is like Harvard should win the game you'd hope yeah. so you'd hope there's no complacency there and they get over the loss of their full back and, and just get the job done Mark Lochran is the is the referee not a name that I'm familiar with so that's a good thing um, the, the ones that you're you're familiar with generally you're you're kind of familiar for the wrong reasons a good referee is unknown um, as they say but yeah good good uh Good luck to Arva at the weekend. There will be full live commentary on Northern Sound Radio from 1.30pm, so tune into that um, if you want to catch all the updates. If you can't make it down, the short trip down the Clonus to support the, the Arva boys, but um, should should be a good one. Um, speaking of referees, Paul, mm. just great news. Yeah. Cavan have the best referees in the country, and it's been confirmed because they now have a fifth referee on the inter-county referee and panel so Pat Clark from Killing Care uh, joins Maggie Farrell Maggie Farrelly uh, I'm losing names Joe McQuillan Joe McQuillan Noel and Conor Donine Noel uh, Mooney and Conor Donine 
couple of things on it. Obviously, congratulations uh, to him and to all of them for making it for another year. There has never been a county that has had five. There has actually never been a county that has had four referees on the inter-county panel at the same time. And Cavan now have five. So we, we our standard is probably higher than, than other counties, I think, in fairness. So I don't know what you want to take of that. <laughs> oh, congratulations to it. I'm sure it's brilliant. Great achievement to make that. It takes a lot of commitment to make something like that. Like yeah, the, the fitness testing is at a very high level there. I wouldn't like to be doing it, I'll tell you that. So yeah. congratulations to them. And there's a huge amount of scrutiny on them. Like we've seen uh, the, the, the incident with, um, with Glenn and, um, and Carrigan. And, you know, there was a lot of social media scrutiny on, on that decision by Conor Dernine. Uh, again, we differ on it slightly, but, there, you know, you're putting yourself out there. Um, and I suppose it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an opportunity for people to have a bash at a referee, particularly at the very, very high level, because it's so public. Completely. Like, it reminds me of Roy Keane's uh, line one time about his tackle on Haaland. And he said, you see it on, on slow motion. Uh, yeah, he said it looks horrendous. But he said, blow your nose and video it and put it in slow motion. And it looks horrendous. <laughs> and you know, you, you see things in slow motion. But obviously, a referee doesn't get the opportunity to see things back even a second time. Let alone yeah. seeing things in slow motion. So it's difficult to hold him to that standard. But um, I look. I think refereeing is is very near the top of the agenda of of issues that need to be addressed in the GA at the minute. On a wider level, it's 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 an issue, um, and maybe. It'll be looked at, but fair play to him. It's great for Kevin to have five referees on that panel. Yeah, it's a wonderful achievement. Um, very, very quickly before we go, we'll, we'll hit one more topic, Paul. Um, Can I hit you with one before go. before we go any further? We've two teams now in the semi-finals. Yeah, we've got a team who just played well in defeat and should have won that game. Yeah, um, our senior champions, Garna. There's a lot of talk about football in Cavan is bad and so on. Club football is bad. I, I, I don't know if I've heard anyone go, club football in Cavan is great. I don't think I've ever heard that been said. Bar Cahar O'Kane. Yeah, bar, bar, yeah <laughs> within the county anyway. I've never heard anyone say that. What's got me thinking in recent days, I did an interview with Keane Riley yesterday from Kiligary and you know, just the thought just struck me that Garner have really franked the form you know, you sometimes see in, in horse racing where um, second to last day behind a horse who won next time out or whatever, and that's that you know that's boosting the form yeah. of, of the one that you're looking at. And since Kilgarry drew with Garna and then beat then were beaten by three points in the replay, they've gone on and comfortably beaten Crushla, comfortably beaten Kingscourt, and now uh, proven proved themselves to be a match for Glenties. Came up short at that that goal at the end. Kilgarry stock has rose. Kilgarry stock has come up, yeah. and yet. Are Kilgarry the second best team in Cavan? You can make the argument. You could make the argument, but you but you know, but they're up there. Um Crush are definitely up there. They had a bad day against Garner this year, but they haven't become a bad team. Rammer are up there as well. Kingscourt are up there. Kingscourt are in the county final. Yeah. You know, so you look at that and then you look at the fact that in our three Ulster club games we've a score difference of something like something like plus thirty this year. Unfortunately we've only two wins. Are we sort of approaching a mini golden age of club football in Cavan? People now are going to listen to this rolling their eyes going, that wanker, what's he talking about? <laughs> but People are going to attribute this to me because it's, it's usually me that has the optimistic uh, predictions. Well, uh, but I've, I've always been of the opinion that 
that our club football is not as bad as people say. It couldn't be. It, it couldn't actually be as bad as people say it because all people do is run it down and say it's terrible. Now, we've had a couple of, of flat, drab championships and not that many good games, but there's a difference between a, uh, being a, a good game and a, and a high-quality game. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. And I was just going to say that to you, that 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 is the point in it. Like, if you... I, I don't know where I was looking through. I think it was the Tyrone Senior Championship results. And the number of scores per game is so low, it's, it's just criminal. Like, that's not... It, there's entertainment and there's there's high quality, you know. There's drab games and there's there's good games. There's so many variations in in what you define as a as a drab game or as a as a, a high quality game. I think there's a lot of variation within it, and I think we might have been guilty of saying, "Oh, well, Everton or a lot of these games were terrible in Cavan." They might have been. Terrible, or they might have been on the bottom end of it in terms of competitiveness in some cases, and they mightn't have been um, of of a quality where you'd say, right, well, that was that was right down to the wire. That got me excited, but I, I actually think the quality of the football was good. The scores, in particular, I think we've had a lot of. I think we've we've got away from what other Ulster counties are still at. We've seen Glenties mass defence we see in Tyrone very defensive talking to a lad in Monaghan um, a, a club in Monaghan they heard th- during the week and they're saying you know you have to get your 12 13 players behind the ball in Monaghan mm. you know or else you're not going to be well I think if you did that in Cavan you'd be, you'd be there too it's it's almost an unspoken agreement um, your man Teddy Atlas the boxing commentator he used to say that sometimes you see in a fight and there's an unspoken agreement between lads you don't hit me too hard and I won't hit you too hard and he said they'll, they'll fight on that on those terms where it's nearly like a it's a fight. There's no such thing as a friendly fight, but it's it's not a fight with spite in it. Yeah. And uh, then other fighters come along and, and they just don't have that mentality. Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah. So I think there might be an element of that in Cavan. We're all playing. We're all playing nice football, but like looking at Crush Law, uh, like I would imagine if Crush Law set up more defensively. The, now people, I was going to say they'd be very hard to beat. People said they're very hard to beat anyway. They only lost one game the whole year, which is which is a fair rebuttal, but. You know, if they're going in against the likes of Garner, I think Crush Law should should be more defensive. There's not that like it's not an admission of weakness or anything like that. You're just trying to find a way to win the game. Yeah. Um now the pro the issue is, I think, in inter county football for as well, um more so that we have a lot of poor games in inter county football. They're just dull. There's just too much time where there's nothing happening. That's the problem. Yeah. The 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 scourge of possession retention. Yeah, it's no good. Nobody like nobody enjoys it, and like, is it even winning football for the most part? It doesn't suit Cavan, for example. Like, no. it, 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 we Cavan don't tend to succeed in their goal 
of, of getting good wins when we play like that. It You're doesn't right. seem to suit Cavan. Right. So why Ka- we- Cavan won the Ulster Championship in 2020 when they were gung-ho and just had to go for every single game. Mm. They, 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 the possession retention definitely does not suit Cavan. But then... You well, could you know the way Pat Spillane used the phrase puke football? Yeah. What comes before the pukes? Line of shots at the bar. Chaos. And that, that's what Cavan played. Cavan played uh, two o'clock in the Imperial football. <laughs> it's it's funny though, like, and, and, and I'm not a fan of possession retention because what you're doing is you're taking the adventure out from certain players. But I've heard an awful lot of people comment this week about a particular player for Gauna that continued to bring the ball into the tackle and get turned over and, you know, allowed Lenties to go on the attack. And there are the moments when you're saying, right, well, possession retention is probably the right thing here. So it's it's a little bit difficult to say, no, we, we've got to be adventurous all the time. But when adventurous leads to consistent mistakes, then I can I can understand how it's evolved to this, but you just want lads to be able to find the answer quicker. You know, break down that mass defence a little bit quicker um, and, and figure out where the right opportunity is. But it's, yeah. It, but I, I think I think maybe the game is, has has, uh, has moved on and maybe that's why we're seeing Cavan teams do a little bit better in Ulster, that that, that style of football is, is more conducive to winning games now. Maybe, maybe. I know I'm contradicting at myself. Inter- at intermediate and junior. Hmm. But yeah. at senior... But like it suits Garner. Garner play great football. Garner are a great yeah. team to watch. Yeah, they are. Like yeah. The, the, you very rarely see a Garner player playing, uh, going laterally. It happened in the Crush Law game. I think I said this on the pod at the time. I think it was like 10 minutes in the second half. I can't even remember what player it was. I, I did say it at the time. But they got the ball and they took a breather and they turned and played it la- laterally. And I thought to myself, that's the first time anyone's done that in this game. Because that game was played at such a pace. It was yeah. unbelievable. And yeah. it was great. Yeah, I have to say, like, Gauna, in fairness, they're setting the template for everybody else. Next year, everybody will be going gung-ho, full press, zonal presses on opposition kickouts, and and then basically running with five and six runners in support and attacking the sweeper, attacking the, the extra man with, with hard runners the way Gauna did this year. So it's it's a part of the All-Ireland winners dictate what everybody else does mm. the following year, you know, and I yeah. think that, that, that'll be a good thing for Cavan. But... <laughs> not every team can play the way Gowney can play they don't have the same level of quality that Gowney can play so it wouldn't be wise for every team to go out and try to play the way that Gowney play um, we've got to get that that balance but in general go back to your initial point yeah I, I, I'm I'm more optimistic after what have we got three Ulster Championship games played um, at club level than I was when the county finals were finished. I'm more optimistic about club football in Cavan than I was. Well, I made the point at the time that we have our strongest ticket of teams going into Ulster Club. Yeah. And I think that I think that's proven now nearly regardless of what happens now because they've just two teams have walked those two games and the other team has put in the best performance that we've seen. Now, albeit it's come up from a low base, our performances in the senior. Mm. But it's, a, uh, it's the best performance against... Uh, probably since the Gales against Derry Gonley in 2017 okay the Gales yeah. hammered Law of Jarrod but, but they were a new team in it and probably yeah. probably wasn't weren't that great but it was the best it was up there with anything we've seen in, uh, since 2009 and it's not finished yet it's, it, it's not finished yet because if if Nave Connell go out and put it up to Glenn run them to two or three points 
that adds to yeah the confidence that Gauna are a really good side. Well, what, so. what generally happens is Cavan teams lose to a team who goes on to to win the Intergalactic Championship like yeah. we've seen that happen a lot so it'll be like what had happened yeah it'll be just interesting to watch that and I think I think Nave Connor will improve as well though in fairness I think I think they've yeah. got out of jail there There's a, they've got a death row pardon and, and they might they might get a new lease of life now the next day maybe yeah maybe but they need to yeah they're going to have to they're going to have to do something special um, okay one last thing we'll go through very quickly managerial merry, merry go round and, uh, and the rumour mill that 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 provides the power for the merry-go-round. Okay. Add a disclaimer here. All, all names and clubs about to be mentioned may not be factual. <laughs> as far as we can tell, let's let's run through the clubs very quickly. Arva, still in competition. Nobody, Nobody's expecting any change there, um, but you never know. Baileyborough, out looking for a manager. Uh, Balignan, I'm unaware of. Ballyhays, still in competition. Ballymacue have had a change in manager, so Kieran O'Malley has taken them over. Beltorbet. That's a great appointment for Ballymacue. I think so too, yeah. Beltorbet, uh out looking for a manager. Uh, Butler's Bridge have made a change. So um, Gabriel Keoghan is gone and Keelan Milanov is in there as well, which is something that's been on the cards for a number of years, really. Uh, Keelan lives in Butler's Bridge, I think I'm right in saying so. Fergal Flanagan, I understand, is staying with Castle Rahan. Cavan Gales, um, Jason has stepped away. What's happening there? Um there's rumours all over the place. Um, well, I've heard from from several sources, but one very good source that it's going to be Mickey Ling and Shawnee Johnston and uh, my, uh, Mickey Graham might be involved later in the year. Okay, and uh, it's I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain on that. And it's funny that I heard from somebody in Monaghan that Mickey and Shawnee are staying on in Bally Bay, and Jason O'Reilly is going with them as well. <laughs> so <laughs> this is the rumour. This mate. is worse than the Cavan manager's job as well. <laughs> It's brilliant. Um, Could Hill are looking, or definitely were looking. Corla, I'm unaware of. Corna Fain, I don't know if Lawrence is staying on. I haven't heard um, if they're looking. Crystal are looking and had five um, candidates that made themselves uh, known to the club that they wanted the job. Donald Keoghan's obviously the front runner. Um, Donald Keoghan, uh, I've heard also from a very good source, that's that's a done deal. That's Donald, a done deal. Donald with Ryan Daly as trainer for okay. Tyrone. Um, I've heard. I I understand that Fintan Cahill is staying on in Cúhollán. Stephen Baxter is staying on in Den. Uh, Drumley are looking at the minute. Drumgoon, I'm unaware. Drumlean are looking. Drung are looking. Gauna, rumor mill again. There was rumors that 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 they were looking. Now I'm hearing there's rumors that he, that they're not. So I don't know. Well, again, we're 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 unaware fully. I think. Um, I, I haven't heard. I've been talking to anyone in Gauna. Yeah, but it it was a strong. Rumor coming from people who who wouldn't be too far away that that Dermot had had stepped down, but Garner's the great tight bunch. Doesn't it. doesn't leak very much. No, definitely not. Kildallan unaware. Um, Kilshamrocks have appointed somebody, and for some reason, I, I I think I was told the name, but I I won't I won't mention in case I'm I'm wrong on it. But um, they they changed manager anyway. Kilishandra, I'm not sure what's happening there. Killing Care are looking. I think Terry Highland is staying on in Killigarry. Um, Kingscourt are looking. Knockbride have Aidan McCabe staying on. Lacken, as best I'm aware, so he took um, Michael, isn't it Michael O'Connor? 
or Mickey O'Connor. Yeah. He took the under twenties as well for Lacken this year. So they only finished last weekend. Um and I think Lacken were hopeful that, that he was gonna stay on. Um Lara are looking, Lavi are looking, Maher are looking, Martin Nugent I think Liam Maguire is over Lavi, I've heard. Oh hmm. coming from Cardiff. Yeah. So he's finished with Cardiff then obviously. Or I presume so. Don't know. I don't know both. with Cardiff, but yeah, Liam McGuire was yeah. the name I heard linked to Lavi. Yeah, Liam. Liam was coaching with Cardiff um, for the last two years, I think. Um, he definitely was. He 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 coached them um, in that Ulster semi final against Castle Ran. Okay. Um, so that that's a good appointment in club. Um, I like in club managers. Mahara, look. That's a come and get me to Dumbly. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm 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 in in early retirement. My um, Nugent, I I I haven't heard of any change there. I presume Declan Beard is staying on, um, but I'm not sure. Uh, Mullahorn are looking, although I've heard that they were interviewing somebody this week. Um, I haven't seen any smoke on it at all, but um, I think that they are fairly close to to appointing somebody. Um, Muncher Connick, Stephen McGovern, I think is staying on for another year there. Rammer looking. And a lot of rumours around Rammer. See, the big clubs get a lot of rumours. Yeah, a lot of rumours around Rammer. I don't know. Um, <coughs> there's talk that John Brady is going to stay on as manager. There's talk of Jimmy Higgins was linked with, with Crush Law. Keen Mackey's name was mentioned. Uh, or with, with Rammer, I should say, from, from Crush Law. Keen Mackey's name was mentioned. Paul Garrigan's name was mentioned. Paul Garrigan, that was the one I, I heard. Yeah. yeah so I don't know. And I haven't been talking to anyone in the Rammer club. So these are all just sort of rumours that are swirling around. Red Hills, um, not fully sure if Rory Dunn is stepping down or not um, as player manager. Again, I think he deserves huge credit there. Any anybody who takes on player manager is is an absolute legend within a club. Uh, Brian Bates is gone from Shannon Gales, um, unaware of Shercock and Swanland Bar situation, um, and then Templeport are looking. So, I make it that there's twenty one clubs confirmed that have have either changed manager or are currently looking interesting yeah and it'll, it'll drag on there for another while as well yeah yeah there's a lot in it there's a lot in it and it's not an easy position to be in and I the more I looking at it and I, I keep com- coming back to this we've got to change something in the GA to to make the club manager role attractive to somebody within the club and the only way we're going to do that is by appreciating somebody who does it from within the club um, and I think that that's, that's a very important shift that we have to look at in, in the GEA because the um, the outside manager is getting more and more difficult to find and there's an awful lot of people stepping away from it so it's uh, it, it's something I think is going to have to be solved Yeah, completely, yeah, completely Look, the GEA have let a lot of things drift and you know, haven't really um, properly regulated a huge amount of things in the association from the from the playing rules right down. There was a piece by Kieran Shannon in the Examiner this week where he, he was talking about some quotes from Liam, Liam Sheedy on the on the Shane Stapleton's podcast, is it the oh, yeah. Our Game podcast? And now Sheedy went for the Arch Johers job and didn't get it. So, in fairness to Kieran Shannon in the Examiner, he said, you know. People could read that as sour grapes or whatever, but he tore strips off the leadership in Crow Park. He was saying like this disgraceful proposition that the proposal that they put forward about about um, getting five rid of the, county. the five counties hurling teams, and then he was saying like, "What are they doing up there? 
that basically he was saying like what are they doing for for football and particularly what are they doing for Hurling and uh, I thought it was I thought it was really strong stuff from Sheedy yeah I must get a listen to that one um Okay, folks, that's all we've time for on the McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast. Very, very best of luck to Arva at the weekend um, as they head into the Ulster Championship semi-final. Uh, Black Hill are taking on... Who are Black Hill playing? Fintana in the semi-final of the, the other side of the competition. And it's in Kingspan Breffney at four o'clock. So there might be a bit of interest in that around Cavan as well. So, um, Okay, Paul, thanks for your time. Cheers, Demo.